Hey there, this is Terry Cowley, weekday breakfast presenter on 1FM Shepparton. Thanks for checking out this podcast. It was recorded live as part of The Brecky Show, which you can catch 6 to 9am Monday to Friday. It's the week that was with Max Stankamp of the Shepparton News. Good morning, Max. Good morning, Terry. How's your week been? Yeah, good. Busy. Very, very busy. We say that itself. we say that every week. Busy, busy, we busy. <laughs> News just keeps happening. It does. I'd like it to stop just for a day or two <laughs> and I catch the breath and, and have a bit of a nap. But it is, it is nice from you know a work point of view to have stuff happening. But you need a front page. You need a front page. So what have been the highlights? I mean, each day, obviously, we've been bringing people up to date with the sort of cutting-edge news as part of our local news bulletins. But what have been the stories that have really stuck with you this week? Um, so, I mean, the, the main one, which you no doubt would have covered a bit of, is the the, the tea that has been spilt about Moira Shire Council. Um, well, that been, that is that is a big topic. It's, it, there's a lot happening there, and we could spend... Had the entire 15 minutes chatting just about that very easily. So Morris um, Council was sacked and, uh, yeah, there was a murder there that I didn't even realise was connected with the council. Mm, so, yeah, there was um, one one employee was um, you know, convicted, sentenced after murdering his boss um, and the report that came out this week was a 180-odd page report into the council, basically. If, if we go back to staff, people would have missed the context, um, you know, in April 2022, the Victorian government put in a monitor um, to just kind of check out what council was doing and thinking, oh, this is something seems a bit sus here, what, what's happening? And then they, you know, six months after that, they're like, the monitor said, no, we need a full report. So there, there were two commissioners that went out, they interviewed a lot of people, former councillors, current councillors, um, former staff members, current staff members, and kind of went through the organisation tooth to tail. Um, and yeah, part of that, the you know, the... There was discussion about that murder and, and the fact that the toxic environment of the workforce um, and that some of the depots contributed to that and it potentially could have been avoided, the report said, um, which is yeah, pretty damning um, if a workplace could have you know, prevented a, a murder and, and not only didn't really do anything at the time but hasn't really done anything since was the one that jumped out to me. And then there's a lot about you know the, the council moving asbestos without any any kind of permits or, or clearing anything with uh, any other organisations um, and moving it without giving workers PPE and a year and taking them to places that aren't, you know, licensed to carry them. And there's a, a bunch of stuff about the funding of the, the Yarrawonga Library and the sports stadium and kind of, you know, quote, this is a case study in how not to, um, you know, not to put together a, a financial plan for a building and... Yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot. So there's a, a fair chunk in today's paper and, on, and online about that, and there will be obviously far more to come in the next couple of weeks. Despite that, the Mayor is proud of what's been achieved. Yes, I'm not. <laughs> Apparently. I'm not, I'm not great at like, public relations, but that seemed like it wouldn't be PR 101. Yep, yep. You to know, tell them former Mayor who's just been sacked. You know what I think, uh, Max? I would love someone to pay me or you or someone like us to spend a year doing a fantastic podcast on all that. I think it would, <laughs> I think it's great material. Oh, there's certainly 
a lot there. There is so much there. I do a podcast um, series on it, on you know, you know, what led up to the murder, and all. it's it's absolutely intriguing. But I don't want to make light of the fact that someone's lost their life. Of course, no, it's all very serious stuff. But it is, it's just incredible how much is is in that report. So keep an eye out. Um, keep an eye out for all of that. Kind of pl- and then, please, I'm not living in Morishire right now. Yes, very much so. Um, on a on a lighter note, um, we'll jump into something a bit lighter. Um, Northside Bakehouse in Shepparton has the best snot block in the state. Don't say that; it makes me feel sick. <laughs> Do not call vanilla. What are they vanilla slices? Aren't they? But yeah, vanilla. Do not call them snot slices. blocks. That's disgusting. <laughs> I I thought that was like the endearing term for them. No, uh, no, it makes me feel sick. Uh, have you tried one? Uh, we did get some brought back to the office, yes. Um, they were quite good. I'm not normally a vanilla slice kind of guy. Um, oh, really? My... Is there such a thing as a not a vanilla slice kind of guy? But I, well, I don't know. I had to try some of it, so I had a little bit of one. Um, I think they're amazing, good. which is why I object to your description. Um, oh. <laughs> I, I mean, my dad loves them and still calls them the, 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 what, the what won't be named. <laughs> That's um, it. What cannot be spoken of. Good um, on them. They obviously do do. They're obviously amazing because they're always winning awards that over there. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Matt Ayler, um spoke to Murray Sylvie this week, and yeah, said it was fantastic, and, and really, really happy. Um, so uh, they ended up with ninety-seven out of a hundred. Wow. Um, near near flawless snot block. <laughs> oh, stop it. They're the ones that won the veg the the, the award for the Vegemite um, hot cross buns, didn't they? Which I is believe so. which that is rings a bell. something wrong with that, in my opinion. But anyway, I love Vegemite. Yeah. I well, like hot SPC cross buns. put out Vegemite, um, Vegemite beans, beans and toast. No, that's different. That's that that's completely that different. Is it? That's completely. Well, see, that's savoury and savoury. You know that the Vegemite hot cross buns is savoury and sweet. Just doesn't work for me. Okay. So we've gone from murder to um, vanilla slices. What else have yes. you got for me, Max? Um, so uh, we'll veer straight back into the serious uh, side of things. Uh, Victoria Police has launched an investigation into a Shepherd and Sergeant, um, which you no doubt would have touched on this week, following a, um, a video that came out which appeared to show a, an officer on their own um, striking a man in a wheelchair um, after yep. apparently being called out for a noise complaint. That video, which was circulating via your website and other places, was quite confronting. It's, it's a bit full on, yeah. Um, I mean, so we know we know police have to deal with a lot, and 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 you know sometimes members of the public do not behave the way they should. I'm not making I'm not saying anything about this individual because I don't know, but I, I think we would agree that that kind of behaviour isn't acceptable under any circumstances. No, I don't should go without saying, but I, I can't imagine the circumstance uh, or any context that would be added to that video that would make those those actions um, acceptable. But, you know, there's... Yeah, it was, it was pretty confronting to see that. There's um, an investigation. No doubt we'll hear more. Um, yes. Well, I'd, I'd hope to, to think we'd hear more, but Victoria Police are, are occasionally... Um, you know, we'll occasionally close close ranks a little bit with those sorts of investigations and, and play a very straight bat with what they tell the public. So, yeah, it's intriguing as to see um, what we will actually hear from that. But, yeah, it's, it's certainly something to to follow along with. Well, we hope you'll do that for us, Max. That's your job. <laughs> that's, 
is our <laughs> job, and we will do everything we can to get all the info, but it's, uh, we'll see how we go. What else was... Um, any quirky stories that took your took your fancy this week, Max? There was a really nice story that Murray Silby did this week, talking to our three new cadets who've just started um, at the Shepneys. Uh, all just started. They've started over the last couple of months. Um, but, yeah, we've had three... Um, three I don't want to say kids, but three yeah, th- three cadets that have started to train out of high school pretty much. Um, so Jembe Archibald, Caleb Francis and Jay Bryce have all started with the news and it was a really nice look at the fact that you know, it's, it's three local kids that have, have joined and, and started writing for the paper and it was a really nice piece talking to them about you know, what they like about news and, and do- joining you know, what's often referred to as a dying industry and, and what, made the, what makes them tick and that was a really nice piece. Um, it's fantastic that the news has been able to put on three cadets this year. I, I think that's quite a lot. And how fantastic is. that they're all local because I know, you know, sometimes it can be hard to do that. Yeah, it's, um, you know, it's um, no, a fantastic thing that they've, they've done um, to bring three of them on at once. And, you know, especially straight out of school is not something that's done all that often in journalism. It's, it's evolved very much into a... a um, a career where you kind of have to go off and do your do your time at uni and then come back and you know there's a lot to be said for for learning on the job in not just journalism but anything you know doing a trade or um, you know becoming a hairdresser or, or you know le- learning on the job by by working on the job you know teaches you far more than most education settings will be able to just by their nature and it's great to see that the three of them are taking some some really big strides really quickly so. That was a really nice little story um, that's, that's come out this week. It's in uh, today's paper. It that's is in today's right. Paper, yes. yes, I mean you, you and I, Max, have both had an experience of being journalists and being kind of parachuted into a town. And of course, you know, you can do that. You can, you know, get the lay of the land. You can get to meet people, and you learn a lot about the town when you arrive. But these three, having lived and grown up in this town, their their vast networks are are they going to have an appreciation? Like, I, you know, I was reading, you know, um, our soccer superstar Alu Kwol, you know, who he, he's playing in Germany, going to the Olympics. I mean, these kids probably know him as a as a fellow school member you know so you've just got those links that you really can't create they come from being a local yeah oh it's it's invaluable it's great for it's great for them great for the paper great for shepherd and 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 the broader region as well so um yeah really really nice um you know it's a story that's come with it as well but it's it's, you know we we don't toot our own horn as much as we probably should because you know we saw during the floods that like like one fm and a few other media organisations, we we felt like we did a, a really important job during that, and it's nice to kind of, you know, let people, you know, shout from the rooftops about about what we're doing. Before I let you go, Max, you've got a supplement today in the paper. Tatura's booming. Yes, is it? Tatura is booming. Yes. Well, if you if you have a flick through Tatura's booming, you'll find out that it is. Um, yes, there's lots of, of stories from Tat um, about Tat. Um, yeah, which all you know is, comes out a couple of times a year, so a lot of hard work goes into that one. So yeah, make sure you check that one out. Well, if you're interested in Tatura or you live in Tatura, get the paper today because it's all about Tatura, including a big new master planned community. 
coming soon to Chitura. I think that might be that development we've talked about in the past. Yes, it is, uh, yes. It's about it includes includes everything from stories about the soccer club, which are which are huge, I, the IGA, um, all the different uh, real estate, CFA, yeah, everything about TAT in uh, a special supplement today in the paper as well. Yes. Off, to, off to work today, Max? Indeed, off to work. Don't let me hold you back from it. <laughs> no, always a pleasure to chat, Terry. Thank you very much for your time, Max. Much appreciated and I hope to talk to you again soon. Likewise, respect to you soon. We've been talking to Max Stankamp of the Shepparton News about the week that was. It is 20 minutes past 8 o'clock on your Friday morning. SDP Tax has been your trusted local accounting firm and has been proudly helping people just like you across the Goulburn Valley and beyond for over two decades. Are you happy with your accountant? Are you certain that you are receiving maximum tax deductions? Call SDP Tax on 1300 436 829 and start a conversation today. SDP offer a maximum deduction guarantee. That's right, SDP guarantee that they'll find you the greatest deductions possible with no upfront fee charged. What are you waiting for? Call today. There is no business too small. Call 1300 436 829 or visit www.sdptax.com. 1FM sponsor. South Coast Lime supplies quality agricultural lime direct to the Goulburn Valley. South Coast Lime is highly reactive with a 92% neutralizing value, 35.5% calcium, plus high levels of trace elements. South Coast Lime will balance your soil's pH, improving the uptake of major plant nutrients, including nitrogen, phosphorus, and potassium. South Coast Lime offer bulk freight and delivery direct to your property anywhere in the Goulburn Murray region. For quality lime, call Pete and Paul at South Coast Lime on 0488 663 286. That's 0488 663 286 or find them on Facebook. One of them sponsor. The mosquito plague is currently raging across the 1FM listening area. To make things worse, the mozzies can carry diseases like Ross River fever, Barmaphorus virus, and the potentially deadly Murray Valley and Japanese encephalitis. So prevention is our goal here at Jason's Pest Control. We have sonic mozzie repellers. They admit a sound wave that only the insects can hear, and the mozzies simply leave the area. No smoke, no smells, and better yet, no mozzies. With a 100% money-back guarantee, call Jason's Pest Control now. 1-800-599-699. 1FM sponsor. Daryl here from Aussie Ag Supplies. Just a quick message. Retractor parts for many brands of tractors. Most of you good listeners know the brands of parts we carry. Over the busy times ahead, if you need new or used tractor parts, call Aussie Ag. Our stocks are large, plus glass doors, etc. Our wrecking stock of tractors is growing along with used tractors and machinery. Call Daryl. On 0428 235000. I'll repeat that 0428 235000. You've been listening to a 1FM podcast.